Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we take a look at monsters from their folkloric origins to their current pop culture incarnations. My name is Dave, and I'll be your host for this episode. I am joined today by Leonard. How's it going, Leonard? It's good. I'm ready to talk about um, cold places. <laughs> and Cameron's also here. How's it going, Cameron? Hi, everyone. I'm back again. Um, you, you, you all figured I was going to be intermittent when I said I was getting married in like a month and a half, and now it's like a month. So, yay. Uh, I'm doing well. Yeah, it's all. It's... <laughs> This month, just the last two months, to be fair, yeah. last two years. I don't know. Time, time. has flown. Mm-hmm. Time. Yeah. It's, yeah. Is it real? It, mm, I don't know. Not sure. Studies yet to show. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost September. Um, yeah. That's a surprise for everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's going to be a busy. So I think on all maybe on all fronts mm-hmm. we, got, we got stuff that we're taking care of too also at the same time yeah um yeah so we are we are back to elden ring um sadly uh the time that you were super busy cameron yeah we had to say goodbye to the blue bogan and uh, uh well <laughs> it rides in my dreams <laughs> yes, right on you, shiny diamond. It'll it, it'll it'll exist in a more pristine state than if you had actually witnessed it with your eyes. That's so fair. hold on to those those, those beautiful those dreams. dreams. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's just like the little outline of spider waving in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Ah, well. Yeah, it is what it is. It's it's done. It's yes, the the thing um i'm so excited it's over that (laughs) i had to bring it up again uh, just to (laughs) just to send it off a second time yeah see see a bogan cowboy (laughs) yeah (laughs) i feel like there's another see a bogan bogan like what probably (laughs) yeah see a space bogan Bogan. though so yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so we're back with Elden Ring. Um right. this episode we are we are tackling the mountaintops of the giants and the the wonderful lead up um of the Forbidden Lands mm. uh, after after we have uh defeated um Morgoth the Fell Omen. No, I'm sorry, Morgoth the oh, I'm Omen sorry. King. He's the Fell Omen. Oh, he's Omen King, yeah, yeah. Yes. He's, he is both, he's, to be fair. He yes. Is. He's not Margit, he's Morgoth this yep. time. What a fantastic disguise. He, he just took his mustache off. <laughs> yeah. He stopped wearing the, the skin of that commoner out in the yeah. in the fields and, and decided to put on a crown. <laughs> Margit the Fell Omen? 
Morgoth the Omen King? Who could have guessed? I was a king all along, <laughs> foul tarnished. I do love that guy. <laughs> That's how I was able to talk to you so long after you killed me the first time. Yeah. Because I wasn't really dead. We don't cut voice chat until the very last moment. Right. <laughs> and they don't even have the Metal Gear Revengeance excuse of it's yeah. an AI brain talking to you after you've cut them up into a million pieces. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, well. Yeah, we've gotten through the capital, and now we get to go to the super secret northern area that you've been able to see the entire game because it's that peak right up near the earth tree that everyone looks like looks at and goes wow that's real high up there yeah you can't see that for the glow the, mm. the tree is yeah. all uh, don't go there it is um verboten yeah yeah it's, it's verboten you, it's very taboo you shouldn't go there yeah, these are from the before times, like pre-COVID, so you they, they're not even remotely interesting to you or applicable to your life in any yeah. way anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> There's only the all-pervading... All Whatever the tree fly. stands for in this, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't no. know what the analogy would be. Yeah, yeah. There's not one. But yeah, anyway. Hey, the, the tree doesn't want you. You're terrible. Go away. <laughs> Thorn yeah, you go sit in the corner over there. <laughs> yeah. So you have to travel through the Forbidden Lands to get to the lift that will take you up to the mountaintops. Mm -hmm. Up on a mountain, they're high on a peak. Yes. And the, the Forbidden Lands are not only forbidden, they are boring and <laughs> you, you are all snow blind because that's just have a giant freaking blizzard. Yeah. Yeah, pretty it's very much. foggy. It's mm. it's foggy down there. It's obscure. Yeah, the, their forms are doth obscure. Yeah, from us. Like the the vaguely interesting thing about it is like that weird red grace light that occasionally shows up in the fog. But apart from that, not really anything going on here apart from vagrant militia, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The small people, because mm. of being small, and huh, you know what? I just thought about something. I'm mm. like, is Sir Gideon like roughly the size of like a vagrant, like vagrant militia? Because he's like the shortest NPC that's ever been in like a FromSoft game, yes. other than like <laughs> Melty Guy from Bloodborne, but he was like melted into the floor. I know he's hunched over, mm. I know he's not actually melted, oh, but. Yeah. Like, he's shorter than the player character, which is mm. highly unusual for a FromSoft game. It's his secret strength. He's so little, it's hard to see him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when you do, you just want to ignore him most of the time. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, I, just, yeah. I, just, I just realized, like, I'm like, oh, maybe, no, because they're still smaller than him. Yeah. But... Even smaller, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Gideon's being pretty furtive. Uh... Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a little weirdo uh, in the late game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only in the late game, he's not. Wow. He's not weird or unpleasant or somebody you want to punch in the throat at any other point in time. You know what? That's throughout fair. the game. That's fair. <laughs> I'll eat that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, yeah, so you, you make your way through the, the Forbidden Lands and run into one of the... I thought this was a pretty annoying fight, but I mm. have tackled most of this game horrendously, like, 
not quite leveled enough. Yeah. Um, Leonard, what what's this figure that guards the lift? I think it's uh the um like Malekith's uh Black Blade Kindred. Yes, there we yes. go. The special yeah, gargoyle. The, yes, yeah. with the black corpse wax, so you know that they're aligned with Malekith. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. These guys are scattered around, and I'm not sure a hundred percent what this one is doing here. I got a couple guys. Uh, probably keeping, probably <laughs> keeping people from going to the mountaintops <laughs> of the giants, where all the dark secrets yeah, of the true. past are hidden. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. You convinced me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy comes out of nowhere, and man, I didn't like fighting him. Uh, <laughs> okay, it wasn't just me. Then. Not just I, you. This was this was bad. The um, black blades are tough. It, yeah, it it took. Less tries than I thought it was going to. Maybe like three, two or three. It wasn't it wasn't horrendous, but I just like I didn't enjoy it. Um, it was fine because I had uh, I summoned Millicent because if you progressed her quest line enough, um, then her summon sign will be there. And I also and I also had my fully upgraded dung eater puppet. Oh as yes, well. of course. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yes, but I can absolutely understand how annoying this boss would be in any other circumstances because gargoyles aren't fun to fight. No. They're not fun to fight. Um, And the only thing that I take solace in is that I see their sad, pitiful, desiccated forms spewing uh, perfume out of every orifice (laughs) in select locations in the game. Yeah. Um, Because that's what they should be doing. (laughs) But yeah, the and, and it's just bizarre. I, once again, the gargoyles are also super bizarre because it's like they're rotting, but they're patched together with corpse wax. And I'm like, wait, but the, the like everything indicates that like nothing else is. Was this a thing like going on before the shattering? What mm. what's what's going on with the gargoyles? Especially if they're like ones that are apt, actually dedicated to like. Malekith. Mm. It makes me like wonder, like, what was is this like? Was the corpse wax to like keep them from dying? I mean, uh, I think it was uh, Zuli the Witch video that did a close up, and their heads are actually like two half faces fused together. Yeah, yeah, they're weird looking. <laughs> yeah, they're deeply unpleasant. They are the most unpleasant looking gargoyles that FromSoft has has thrown at us. Yeah, to be fair, this this game has a lot of the most unpleasant version of X in it. So <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you fight him, and it's another grand lift. Hooray! Yes. Um, I don't remember if we have a talisman for this one initially, do we, or is it just automatically go up? It's a talisman one. Again, uh, we're give, yeah, we're given it's, one by yeah. um, uh, Melina. Ah, yeah, she just, yeah, she just hands it to you when she's like, "Oh, I guess I have to reattach myself to you like a vestigial <laughs> limb." Uh, here's a here's a medallion. Yeah. go go to the mountaintop so we can burn the earth tree. Yeah, I'm like a spirit thing, so I was able to get in the earth tree and see what's going on. But you're going to need to get in there yourself to fix this. Off your right. pop. <laughs> And we ride the lift up. Hooray. 
yeah, these, it's surprising. I mean, the lifts are because of the the way everything's kind of stitched together. Mm. The lift rides are really long. Like, yeah, the, uh. there's a lot of actual verticality here that you don't think about. Mm. Yeah, because everywhere you go, it ends up being kind of flat again. But you have gone up somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, these mountain tops, they are kind of crazy up high there. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting up near the peak of the earth tree. Um, <laughs> yeah, they almost challenged the the height of the earth tree, but not quite, not quite. because the earth tree must be the only <laughs> thing that anyone looks at at mm, any point in yeah, time, yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, yeah, it does specifically, like we said earlier, they can't see the mountaintops for the light of the tree. It does kind of obscure this area pretty heavily from most places, mm. um, which could be semi-intentional. Uh, not just that, in it's a secret zone because the map they did that great thing where the map unveils piece by piece and literally stretches to accommodate the new stuff you put in it. Um, but yeah, uh, this zone is really high. It's really up there, and it's kind of really fun lore wise. A little less fun gameplay wise is my overall impression. And it's pretty too. It's very They're pretty. Like. <laughs> they're like ghost trees which mm. hey I, you know out of all the things that i've out of all the ghosts that i've seen in my nearly four decades on this planet a ghost <laughs> tree is is actually new i have yeah. in fact never seen a ghost tree before yeah all enough. the animals mm. all the all the uh uh endemic wildlife are are, are ghosts that you can't hunt just living. <laughs> um actually they're like the uh they're like the uh animal like the ghost spirit the animals in... areas yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, these are all ancestor spirit animals and we found out where the entwives went to yes which... yeah yes <laughs> yeah it, it is absolutely very pretty i had been waiting the whole game for a snow area because uh, I'm one of those people who loves Crown of the Ivory King more than they should, even the terrible bits. Uh, <laughs> and that's not even real snow. It's not even real snow in that case. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like this area absolutely is gorgeous. It has some of those like scenic things that I think are really fantastic, like you know, riding along the giant chain and emerging from like curling around a peak to see an even higher peak in front of you yep. that you've got to get up on. It's got all that kind of great stuff. Um, and then there's just not a ton of zone stuff going on here. Like this, it's a big area. Yeah. It's, sprinkled. it's not dense. Sprinkles. Yeah. It's sprinkled, no. which I mean, fair, you know, it's, it's, we're sort of getting into the late game here. Kind of sort of like this back half. Barely. Because uh, this game is weird and huge and omnidirectional. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, things are sort of more sprinkled around. Um, there's only a few catacombs and other things to sort of find off off the off the beaten path, as it were. Um, I think there's just two. Yeah, exactly. You know, for such a big area, it's kind of wild. There's only two extra caves, basically. Um but the the stuff here is pretty interesting because the first thing you really find when you come up the lift is someone whom if you've been doing their quest has been dead for the last 20 30 hours uh <laughs> it's it's your samurai pal 
with his with his big woven hat and super long sword. But it's not. Also, um, we get to meet uh, what is it, Shabriri? Yeah, yes. Shabriri. Yes. The, the myth, the man, the myth, the, the man, legend. the myth, the legend. Yes, the smirk. Yeah, yeah. No longer is it Yura. It is Shabriri, uh, who is essentially a ghost topping bodies at this point. Um, and uh, yeah, he's here to give you a warm up. Like, hey, don't worry, this guy wasn't using his body anymore, so I just borrowed it. Um, hey, you you like Melano, right? You've been talking with her at all the churches, and she's been letting you level up, and you were glad when she came back, and kind of sad when she went away earlier in the capital, like, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, do you want her to not die? Listen to me. I'll teach you how to destroy the world, but save the woman you love. And I went, mm. <laughs> I'm not so sure yeah. about this, actually. <laughs> He he literally he literally just palpatines you. He's mm. like, you know, Anakin, I could, uh, you know, you know, you know, future lord. I once heard that there was a way to keep pregnant women from dying, and it's basically, yeah, he just basically palpatines. Yeah, yeah, and padays you. Yeah, yeah. Go to which I said, <laughs> well, to be fair, to which I said, no, I, no, I, I don't actually, because somehow my, my, all my adventuring around broke mm. Melina's, uh, give me info on stuff oh, no. uh, thing. Um, <laughs> so I didn't even know that that was a thing oh, <laughs> for man. most of my first run. So she just so kind of just... didn't talk to you at all Dude, really she just didn't do anything uh and oh. then in my second run i was just like you know what i'm just actually going to aim for her um the uh the uh, flame of of of, of chaos yeah. so by the time i got here i had already become the lord of the flame <laughs> so he was so he was just dead. The body was just oh. there, and I picked oh, up his stuff. Yeah, he doesn't even give you a spill. He's just already like, oh, well, I already got what I wanted, and then collapsed to the floor. Fair enough. He knows what he wants, and um, the hey, I'll give credit to the voice actor here. He's putting in the work. Uh, yeah. Let chaos take the world! And just on and on and on going absolutely nuts about how the coolest thing ever is that big yellow fireball that kept killing you when you tried to walk up that one hill. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's gone insane mm. years and years and years and yeah, centuries ago. Centuries, so yeah, probably yeah. millennia. Probably be been a long time. Yeah. yeah, he was he was the bonkers a while. Yeah. Um. I didn't even realize that. That's I didn't think that that's who he was referring to i thought it was the um maiden that you help by feeding oh uh, the, the, the grapes. grapes his yeah. his old eyes yeah. because <laughs> she's she is also <coughs> another person who has like taken over a body mm. yeah because she took over the body of the first maiden you run into yeah the potential maiden yeah, yeah. Oh, the what's his, the captain at uh Castle Morn's daughter? Yeah. yeah. Is that what's going on? I yes. you know, I never actually As far as I could the, tell. Okay. Oh, that I makes never a actually, lot more sense. <laughs> well, yeah, because they look exactly the same and yeah, I just it's, it's assume... her um having usurped that body in order to go guide the frenzied lord. 
Oh, oh. which is you. Oh, that's now. crazy. That makes that even more that's tragic my understanding. in hindsight. No, that's very cool. I like that. Even if it's wrong, I'll I'll ascribe to it. Um, <laughs> that's really yeah, cool. So yeah. I, I'm thinking that Shibiru is like, oh, you you've been guiding her, and then you fed her my eyes. I mean, mm. technically other other people's eyes, but um, yeah, because you have to give her uh, uh, the fingerprint. Well, yeah, the, the fingerprint, fingerprint. Yeah. and that's uh, that's um var. Is it var? No, no, no. Um, Vike. 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 Yeah, that's Vike's i who's become he 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 wanted to become the elden lord and ended up going down the wrong path or down the frenzied path yeah and by giving uh her so she can see she's being led by grace yeah to go do her what she thinks is her job yeah but once she once you tell her what she's eating, because she just thinks they're they're grapes, something yeah, like that, you know. Bad. I don't think they I don't think she thinks they're specifically grapes, but that's what they're called. <laughs> yeah, and so she doesn't she's blind, she can't see them, mm. and she just keeps eating them. And she's like, that's why they're making that funky pop or whatever in my mouth. Oh God! And because um, <laughs> she, you tell her what she's eating, and then she's like, okay, can you? I need another one because I that these help me see where I'm supposed to go. Cause I'm mm. blind. But yeah. I can see like a light when I eat them. Uh and I just I'm just walking toward it. So you give her uh the fingerprint eye and then she can see the frenzied flame. That's what she's being uh... guided toward now because you gave her that cursed Yeah. I thought she was always being guided by the uh the the frenzy flame because all of the all of the um all of the ghosts that talk about um like uh get, come out of the dark and give give the maiden your grapes are all the same character model of like the frenzy village um, yeah yeah i mean that 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 one though is the oh yeah the, the one that penul- penultimate one it's yeah the, because it's a, a tarnished insane tarnished lord mm. i um that's the final beacon right right and so i thought shiriru was telling you to go like to, you know take her mm. place so she just doesn't get burned you know he it's it's not like he's not specifically saying hey that's what's going to happen but he's yeah. telling you that's what's going to happen so you go oh okay i will go meet with the creatures and do this mm. thing yeah Man. i just assumed that it was <laughs> melina specifically because of um um how uh an area later on uh, at the at the top of the mountaintop plays out, depending on whether you've taken on that mantle or if you're still on your way to becoming the Elden Lord, because there are mm. two distinct yeah different, different ways. endings. Yeah. Well, no, I mean specifically, um, like because uh, we're trying to reach the the I want to say the kiln of the first flame, but it's like the crucible, crucible, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. crucible. Giant of the fire giant. yeah the fire mm-hmm. giants and if you have taken on the uh frenzy flame lord ending um melina abandons you immediately as mm. soon as you sit down at a side of grace so when you get to the crucible it is the actually the frenzy flame that um ignites the earth tree as opposed uh. to using her as kindling 
Mm. That's pretty cool. I'm I'm finding out still so much stuff I never knew about this game. <laughs> it's just so big. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like I got into the catacomb under Landell that eventually leads down to the Frenzy Flame area, but I never found the way from there further down, and I just gave up eventually and went and played the rest of the game and I totally forgot about it. So this is all <laughs> news to me. <laughs> Yeah, I I went down there and um because I I've been kind of following uh the optimal path mm. and that's with big quotes because yes. it's like <laughs> not I don't think mm. um and that's that all that keeps putting the uh secret underground passages um it toward the like the last thing you do like one of the last ones just because of the difficulty and mm. I I would just periodically go back and check, and I'm like, nope, these omens are still just kicking my ass. Like I can't fight them regularly. Mm. Like even now, and it's like, I mean, I'll, I'll have to go back and try again. It's been a few level. I've, I've had a few levels. Yeah, happen <laughs> since the last time I went down there, uh, and I respect completely to using. Um, what am I using now? I am using. Oh, uh, the, um, it's not Astel, it's the other. Mm. Oh, um, uh, the, yeah, the other stars. <laughs> yeah. Not He's... the wing of Astel, but the, the mm. boss weapon, fossil remembrance yeah, weapon. Yeah, it's his, like, mandible. Mm. Uh, because it is a, it's a, a great spear. I guess, but you can, it does, it does crushing and piercing, I think, but, um, the, the secondary attack is, um, gravity lightning. Oh. Like that strikes yeah. upon, like, just keeps hitting down. Mm. Uh, and that, it, because I've been using, um, the, wow, I never remember the name of it, uh, records, uh, Hungry sword, <laughs> full of tongues. Yeah, um, the tasty blade. The yeah, blas- the, <laughs> the blasphemous blas- blade. blade. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I've been using that the whole time. I'm just all I'm used to have. Like that's my one ranged thing is that point. Mm. So swapping it out is it's a similar move set, and then gives me pretty much like a slightly longer distance, uh, a big attack. Mm. So I, I switched over to that um, because the damage is they're roughly equivalent. I don't know, fifty points off of one of the one or the other, uh, and I don't remember why I. Oh, oh, I haven't gone back down into the those sewers with that weapon mm. because the the records Bosmus blade just wasn't. It's too slow. So that might be my issue is like I, the omen guys are really fast, and yeah, by the time I like I can't do multiple hits, like it's just not working. They turn and do their weird super dash thing and one shot me. So mm. I'll I'll try it again. Maybe it'll go oh, better yeah. this the, time. Their command grab. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do have I I 
when I respect myself, I put more more points into um, endurance, so I can actually wear some kind of armor now. So I'm mm. not not immediately squishy, but um, unfortunately, mm. that weapon is so heavy that I can't put much else on. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I I wanted to go down and, and do all that part, but it's not really going to matter because I've already passed the. <laughs> the mm-hmm. The crucible, section. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, so you, you can you can still do it. You can still you'll just miss some stuff because you know I ended up doing it with my first run because I was trying to get all the I was trying to get all the endings in with one shot via save scumming. So I ended up going down there and taking it on anyway mm. myself. Yeah, well, that's the ending I was aiming for in, in the initial time ah. and i was like well the guide says to kind of do this um and so it, it it put that way toward the end when i i i did run down there a few times trying to do like um the dunker and some other stuff mm. just you know suicide ran to do whatever it was because <laughs> i i couldn't let anything touch me yeah right got those shrimp down there you gotta watch out for. yeah those that went bad every time <laughs> um but yeah, so that's uh, Shabriri, and I I think he's one of the more interesting NPCs like in this particular game. I, I like every, everyone's weird. Everyone's mm. weird little tackling people. But um, <laughs> the, the fact that not only he, but also the, the, the Maiden have like usurped living bodies, or fresh bodies in some cases uh, mm. and and come back to life in order to go do something that's that's cool like that's not we don't normally see that yeah and and it's it's interesting because uh in my first playthrough he, uh Shibiri, Shibiri, uh as yoria in yoria appeared but i didn't know that uh your Yura had died. Um, I never found his body in the mm. like the the, the that the, church. Yeah, the second church of America, I think. Yeah. Mm. Um. I, I. So I. It was to me. It was just like oh, and then he was just suddenly possessed, and then in the second run, I was like oh, he was killed by that bloody finger that he might have had a relationship with once blah mm. blah blah oh that makes that makes this possession thing make more sense but yeah um it was interesting i think it's interesting because like not finding things or not seeing things in elden ring impacts quest lines less if you've progressed them far enough i think mm. You can, uh, so what, what it seems like they've done is you can screw up. A, there's a lot of quests you can just goof mm-hmm. uh, and not see the, the lore content. Like you yes. don't get to see the what's happening or, or really you're not getting the dialogue, I guess, is what yeah. you're missing. But whatever the rewards are, portions or the whole thing of that is still available because it's just like left on a body somewhere right. and good luck finding that because it, it was in one of the five spots you fit the last place you talked to somebody is where their body probably still is but you mm-hmm. don't know because we 
backtracking in this is hard because there's so <laughs> much it could be on any one of these places and if you didn't remember where you found somebody or mm. you know weren't using the um, the tokens on the on the map right yeah so, because so. now you know when you, when you look at the map it's showing you where an alive npc is sitting you can see <laughs> yeah, their icons exactly. but if they've died there's nothing there so good luck tracking down where they might be <laughs> unless you memorize all the spots or you know, track down some screenshots or something but um yeah with your uh his his quest is interesting because he's he's hunting the bloody fingers Mm. Um, but it looks like he he's it's a case of like oh I can't beat this thing so I'll just also do that thing so I can get stronger to beat it mm. because he's using um, magic and stuff that the bloody fingers are using yeah and I think it's on his either his um, armor set or on his character model but he has one of his fingers off oh that's interesting mm. So he's doing the. That's why he ends up dying, he's using the, the blood magic, and mm. it, it's not doing. It's not enough, and he gets killed by the um, the one he's hunting. Yeah, lady, her twin twin blade. Yeah, her. Yeah, the hit, hit the Darth Maul of yeah, uh, <laughs> Elden yeah. Ring. And she is interesting <laughs> because she not only she's I think the <laughs> one. NPC in the game that is using all of the forbidden arts mm-hmm. because she's oh, using arcane uh, and she's using um, the the dragon. Uh, oh, arts. she does use yeah, yeah. she does use dragon. Yeah, dragon she's using abilities. all the stuff you're not supposed to be doing, which is also how she killed uh, your. Uh, He's like, I, I know I'm using your blood magic too. She's like, nah, I tricked you. I also have dragon magic. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you murdered, murdered him. Mm. So, the, like, I want to know how, like, the resurrection, so as a, as the tarnished, I mean, you just they gamify it, of course, but you keep coming back to go do your quest. Right, mm. but some people are dead, dead permanently, and some people are like force ghosting, coming back and possessing bodies. Like, yeah. why? What? What lets them do? Like, it's so weird. Like, how do they do um, that? I mean, and why is it only one or two people? Because and it will. So it, it, what it looks like is that ability is something heretical. Like, yeah. They're, they're doing that or they're able to do that because they're going against their tree yeah yeah because there's there's a whole bunch of stuff about you know the way to be laid to rest is to have your body and spirit returned to the earth tree so it's potentially they just literally in action against that that. aren't doing it and so they're able to body hop around So I, I will say, um, just having having completed uh, the game and mm. and all the endings. So the 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 thing with the Chaos Flame and its prime objective is, hey, all this individually individuality, all this separate 
entity stuff that that's garbage that that mm. that was the mistake that the greater will made which is it fragmented itself and it's it's slowly because like every iteration smaller fragment is weaker than than what it started out as the flame is just going to burn everything uh, uh back into one solid melt everything back into one solid hole and mm. so I'm thinking that if it's a body hopping thing, it's probably tied to like the ability, like, well, there's no distinction between like my spirit and your body. So I'll just take your body. Mm. Yeah, I could see that if they're, if they're saying that everything was, everything was once part of a whole, um, then what's, instead of returning you to the Erd tree, which is it's undoing that, mm. we'll just I'll just take you. Right. Yeah. At least that's what that's what I get. Especially with the revelation of um of the uh three finger maiden being actually legitimately being the corpse of uh what's his name's daughter um mm. which is something that uh, once again i simply assumed <laughs> that it was just another woman that looked exactly the same yeah only because there's yeah. such such a close proximity between castle morn and that very first frenzy flame village that you mm. can encounter at yeah. the top of the hill I was like, oh, are they just breeding like three finger maidens up here to like send out into the world for <laughs> no? Like, I don't, no. I don't think so. Um, and that and that's been a, a an ongoing thing where the 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 character mo- outside of enemies, the character models are pretty distinct. Um, it's a robust creation right. system, and a lot of times uh, in trying to, uh, Dark Souls three, maybe. Um, they lock out aspects of the character creation um, system. Like, you, yes. you, there's stuff that developers can do in there that isn't part of like the sl- the sliders isn't um, fully accessible. Mm-hmm. So they can make everything like completely unique. Um, and there's because of that, there's not a reason to like reuse assets for NPCs, right? Mm. or i mean that's why even um when people have gone into the 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 data mining and go and there's characters that you never like they always have a helmet you never see their face but they modeled them with they gave them head Mm, right like they have faces they weren't just modeled with the mask right like how they made uh uh, Blackguard, uh, ridiculously handsome for yep. no good reason, <laughs> and made uh, Dung Eater look like Ron Perlman from the Beauty and the Beast <laughs> 80s TV show. Oh, God. Why is that accurate? <laughs> that was the first thing that I said. I was like, he just looks like Vincent from Beauty and the mm. Beast. Why does Dung Eater just look like Ron Perlman from that Linda Hamilton soap <laughs> opera primetime show? Um, uh... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's uh, Shabriri. Um, yes, and that puts us at the foot of the Zemur ruins. Mm. Which, when I got there, I was like, "Oh, I don't want to go into that weird." Like, it looks way bigger than it actually is. It's not very large. Mm. <laughs> it's it's the ruins. Um, yeah, they're they're small, but uh, they are. It is filled with the annoying uh, Knight of Zemur enemy. 
that I came back later and was just still getting my butt kicked. Mm. If there's like three of them, it's they're just oh yeah, oh yeah, they're, they're crazy. crazy. And, it's and, it's it's and honestly, I think it's just more of the uh, frost damage debuff, um, damage nullification debuff than anything because frost is is ridiculous in this game. Um, well, almost almost any of the stat effects uh, status effects are terrible. Yeah, uh, that's fair. In this, they don't. Using the word proc. They don't. <laughs> I don't. On you, I'll say it <laughs> um, quite as quickly, uh, mm-hmm. ex- mm-hmm. Uh, aside from uh, Scarlet Rot, which is right t- too fast. It, uh, depending on where you are being Scarlet Rotted, <laughs> yeah, or what you're wearing, right, or have a ballistic or something. Um, Any time, like the, again. Most of this game, my playthrough, I've just had cloth on, so um, anything hitting me just immediately, whoops, I am now poisoned. Poison's bad. <laughs> it, take, it takes a while to hit you, but um, it just doesn't last for so long. Uh, and I was rolling like 18 bigger for a very long time, so I would just die. From, yeah. Like a paper cut <laughs> in this game. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the Knight of Zamor, so this this little town, it's not a city, it's a little town, and they were the, like, the arch enemies of the giants, and they, during the, the giant wars, I guess, yeah, uh, they, they were, they won great renown battling giants with their, their frost spells. Mm. Yep. And they're still they're still at it, still rolling around and yeah. jacking people up with ice magic. <laughs> except for that, except for that one that just that uh, somebody decided to put in never gel. It's almost like as mm. soon as you're no longer useful to America and the greater will, then she'll lock you away in an oubliette forever. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was the the best of them, right? And he gets locked into like three, and that. Um, that's so, so the way the Evergels work is because they're in another like little dimension. Yeah. They're like phase, your phase shifted in like in the same place, but just out of phase with. (laughs) Yeah. And it it seems like how that works because they, of course, um, problems off itself is, is, uh, reusing assets. Yeah. Um, because it's easier that way. Yeah. And absolutely. so a lot of the enemies you'll find, you'll, I think it's like a little kind of a rule of three. Like you fight mm. them three times is yeah. what it seems generally. So with the uh, Everjails, you'll find like three incarnations of like a boss or who yeah. are, you know, the prisoner in the, the jail. Um, and the, you know, the, the final one seems to be like the, like them at their prime. Or the mm. actual one, the other, the others are maybe some sort of uh, echo. Mm. So I don't know how lore-wise how that works, but I don't think there's three different, you know, faults. I think it's just one person, and you're just running into like versions of them. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean that happens in the main game as well because I I will I will say well like yeah, to use an example that we've all experienced um, like Margaret <laughs> or. Yeah. Morgoth. <laughs> the, there are different iterations of of the of the Fell Twins um, duality. Mult, multiple aliases seems to be a big thing um, with the, the narrative and the plot as a whole. So mm. it's not. I, I I absolutely believe that that's probably accurate, Dave. Yeah, and um, the. The lore we're getting um, is wholly dependent on like who's telling it. Yeah. Yes. Um, so if you're looking at like the Golden Order or any any of the the large um, organizations, like the, the, mm. the, the name, excuse me. Um, so anything like the Golden Order, they're the thing that they're telling adherents. Mm-hmm. Um, is of course just stuff to get more people to join whatever they're doing, but right. isn't actually like what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I believe um, Adam mentioned uh, with the um, statue that is um, actually America instead of um, uh, Godfrey, Godfrey Radagon. Radagon, no, Radagon? Mm-hmm. yeah. Godfrey okay. was the first yeah, 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 yeah. Bondo. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like bait and switch stuff going on. As yep. far as going, here's, um, here's there. It's all, it's all the Victor writes the history. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, all the time, mm-hmm. and I mean that's the whole point of the Erd Tree is, hey. This is the one way. There's never been anything else. Don't, don't look, um, <laughs> don't look down that well. You know, there's not ancient civilizations down there. Mm. Don't go to that mountain. There's nothing to be seen there. It's, it's that, uh, yeah, just a perpetual like the herd tree lighting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all big propaganda. This yeah. system is the only system that works. It's the only one that's ever worked. Please don't look. You know, a hundred years in the past. Um, yeah, don't don't look behind <laughs> the curtain. Um, but that that things are being built on the ashes of what like previously existed, and uh, just that general um, obfuscation of things, mm. I think, plays into why there's multiple versions of of folks. Mm. Yeah. Is you're you're given like that or there's some timey-wimey stuff because everything's jacked up. Mm. Right. So I think it's also different points in time like because you're going through these lands and say in, in particular with the some of the bosses and the um, Everjails you're running into a version of them in each like area. Mm-hmm. And the areas are kind of, they're kind of stepped and hierarchical, like hierarchical. Like it's getting, literally getting higher up. But um, those versions are, I think maybe the jails are tiered 
in, in the lands and it, it's you're running into the same thing but it's um aged like you're going uh I don't know if you're going backwards but you're going deeper into time as you're going to find mm. like there are yeah so you're running into older ver like the original version stuff right and and just to to speak on that point that you made of history being written by the victors um a lot of elden ring's narrative uh and you and i dave were talking about this before we started the recording proper which is one of the things i appreciate about from software and their games is uh their iterative design uh from title to title there's mm. enough overlap uh, between there where it feels familiar yet different and really Elden Ring really kind of feels like the refinement of what I think they wanted to impart with uh, Dark Souls 1 which is hey surprise your creation myth's a lie the creation <laughs> myth that we tell you the first thing that we tell you it's a big old lie it's a oh, big yeah. fat dirty lie and Everything about Elden Ring and like, oh man, nothing existed before the Erd Tree. The Erd Tree is all powerful. And it's like, no, that's also a super big, dumb lie. But mm. the the more interesting aspect is that bec- the way that the Erd Tree became like, became the victor, broke, mm. like fundamentally broke the system of this world. Yeah. And then when America went, uh, uh, when, 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 uh, um, uh, the, I mean, at this point, I think it's like we, there have been enough item details where it's like, yes, America's the one that shattered the Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and, and so what she did was ultimately take a broken system and then break it even further. So mm. it's like this is the most messed up version of reality that FromSoft has ever presented. Mm. And it's kind of the reason why I think a lot of the things don't make sense because like there was a whole system of stuff that the Erd Tree and Golden uh, Order fundamentalism has literally erased like yeah off of the planet like yeah. you know they're like there's the death birds there are the 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 god skins there are all these little bits and pieces of the way that this world used to be before it came to prominence mm. that they have deliberately tried to obfuscate and then by causing the shattering has thrown it even farther back and mixed it in with a bunch of different stuff and different nonsense from an already inherently flawed system. So it's it's almost like it's deliberately impossible to piece anything together because there are two layers of absolutely broken world systems running in the yeah. lands between. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought the Godskin nobles... Um, <clears throat> came after death was reintroduced to the gods because now they're able to flay them and use their much more impervious bodies uh as as their like arm 
I I was honestly uh, under the impression that they were before mm. and might have been the like the the impetus of hey I need to remove America to like say hey I need to remove death from the equation uh, because mm. otherwise uh, we're all targets and <laughs> it's very unbecoming for a god to be able to die yeah. Yeah, I could I could see it either way, but I think that one definitely makes sense. Like, there was a threat grave enough that, yeah, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to mess with reality and remove the concept of death physically from the space. Yeah, because, the, like, the, not only that, like, that the, the godskins aren't, aren't the only, like, purveyors of the concept of death. We've once mm. again got the death birds and death right birds. There were a lot of versions of death at, that just kind of got glommed and solidified into um, destined death and then removed from the Elden Ring completely. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they, that's the the subterfuge of the golden order is we're trying to get rid of anything that's preserving death. Right. Like mm. the, those who live in death, we have to get rid of them because there's they're um, they're growing or they're, they're using the death root to further their own power. Right. Mm. And that means they're not returning to the Erd tree. And it's, it's, it's the same idea, I guess, behind um, Shabriri and anyone else that's just bucking the system. Like, mm. that, that any, anything that's heretical is just anything that's not towing the line. Yeah. Like, kind of definition. Um, but those are the things that are more concerned with... Um, Maybe not the truth, but like a truth. Mm, like yes. Find, finding whatever is behind what their truth is like spewing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's it's also like uh like explicitly stated that like hey get stuff gets like once upon a time like concepts used to get added to the to the golden order all the time that were like once considered heretical like miriam um mm. uh miter miter pope pope turtle yes. uh is is like hey because every time you give them a uh a spell book or um yeah a spell book in any like, prayer in any book yeah, any yeah. book. He's like, yeah, you know what? Like, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a bug. It's a feature. <laughs> like, mm. this is all integrated into it. Like, there's no actual real heresy because as long as it benefits the Erdtree and the Golden Order, it is going to, you know, take it at, at, and accept it at one point. Mm. At, I, at some I think point. it's more that it works. Yeah, maybe it is how I've always took that to be. Mm. Um, what Miriam is, he's like, let's just everything's wonderful, like as far as it causes wonder, not that it's good. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> and it, it doesn't matter because uh, it all exists, and that's because it exists and it's there. Let's take a look at it. Like he's just 
curious and having fun with studying weird shit. He's a bored big guy. That, yeah. That's fair. I think I read it. Uh, I read it through my interpretation merely because of um, the connection between uh, Renala and Radagon, and how like, oh man, it was totally cool that like Moon, like Moon Sorcery, and like Golden Order were like co- cozy, cozy for a bit until you know he. He, he divorced her and then ran off and, and <laughs> married himself. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, and, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say, I, I, you know, I think, I think, uh, I think there's, there's uh, validity in, in both of our reads of, of, of that, um, mm. which is once again, one of the great things about these games, because unless Miyazaki like knocks on my door and says, no, this is what this means. I, I'm just going to choose to believe what I want to believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing's, nothing's spelled out A to Z. So right. we're having to like put together these bits from a, a busted up puzzle yep. <laughs> quite yep. literally with with so many missing pieces that will yep. that we will never find <laughs> no but um yeah just looking into how all the organizations sort of fit together um and that and that's something that even as heretical and taboo forbidden as the um the what the fire giants have going mm. on with their crucible, mm. um, what that can do um, has its own adherence. So we have all of the fire priests that are like they're, they're there mm. to maintain the, the crucible, like members of it. Yeah, right. They, they were the watchers, but they watched too long, and the uh, yeah. the abyss stared back. And the abyss, in this case, is a really cool big fire, and they went, "Wow, that's neat." Yeah, yeah. It, it, somebody, one of them said, "Hey, somebody built a really gigantic lord vessel at the top of this mountain, um, mm. and there's some 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 real sweet embers in there. Maybe we should just dedicate ourselves to fire magic." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I do like that. The misbegotten are people that went and just like. They got too curious and touched the crucible. You're like not supposed mm. to be doing that, and that that warp, like as punishment, warped their bodies into the weird, poppy, uh, mm. flappy, ogre-looking little guys. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting because I always, from from item descriptions, I was always under the the impression that like that was like the original state of like. I, I I'm 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 remiss to say man, but like the mm, entities, it's a race, right? It's like, well, because mm-hmm. right, because uh, because you know we find the um the crucible like knot and feather and everything, and it's like mm-hmm. yeah, everybody used to have like wings and tails and all that, um, um before like the age of the Erd tree, and one thing that I so I almost never look at um the race um like the character background descriptions for the creative character and it's stated numerous times that merica was a new man 
Mm. Um, and Newman is a background that you can choose for your, your, your character. And it just straight up says like, yeah, Newman kind of came from space. Like they yeah. came from, yeah, Outside. they came from space. Yeah. 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 They're, they're a new type. Yeah. They're, they're, they're no, they're <laughs> aliens. They're just straight up <laughs> aliens. And that like once upon a time, everything just used to be like feathers and claws and lizard tails and talons. And they were like, ew gross we're pretty and perfect mm. we need to change this hey greater will send us and send us a big old tree to put these gross heathens in their place <laughs> i don't know what i'm looking at and i don't want to look at it anymore tree right right <laughs> tree more more of us please yeah i think it's more that the the misbegotten are um that the form they're in now mm-hmm. is a transformation. Like they're okay. twisted into that. Like, um, Hugh, uh, Master Hugh is also a misbegotten. So yes. he's, he's been literally punished uh, both in form and now he's just chained mm-hmm. to the um, hole. <laughs> yeah. Or um, the, the weird dream space yeah. hold hold um i uh, the, so the fun the craziest thing about hugh and his character model is that he's just a basic misbegotten but they just removed the hair and gave him a beard yeah um which the, I, the beard is is a brilliant design decision because he still has the big gross super wide glasgow smile mouth mm. that all misbegotten have you just can't see it because he's got a beard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the the path past Zamor um, brings us to the shanty. Mm. Sh- the, the shack of the lofty. Yes. The shack of the lofty. And we find one uh maiden had went the wrong way <laughs> like i guess <laughs> go, going to the, mm. the, the wrong light no nah, it's entirely possible that the grace just guided guided her there to die to be found later well I, I... that and you can literally just like make up graces mm. right Right, <laughs> with so, race mimics, yeah, yeah. There's just like fake ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, because uh, when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Like white, like Valerie is just like, yeah, Grace will lead you to wherever you're supposed to be, even if it's to your death. And I'm like, oh, that's right. And like sometimes it might just say you're like you're useful as like an example. Like you're mm-hmm. more useful to 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 me. Uh, to to the the greater will dead than alive (laughs) yeah i think in this instance this isn't a section that's already past the forbidden part so that would have made more sense if it was um prior to getting into the taboo area Mm -hmm. but hey here's just Mm -hmm. the dead dead made again don't go that way that's more of a uh that would be more signposting like hey this is not great Versus, oh, you made it halfway in. Oh, there's a someone died. Like you weren't even supposed to be there. So, I think that that's more of they were 
I don't want to say just misguided, but mm-hmm. guided it, this way, potentially uh, by a false grace. Right. It, it it is also entirely possible that um, you know because it is the shack of the lofty, and if you you're doing uh, the volcano manner. Um, it is entirely possible that she might have been the maiden of of the target here. Yeah, that that was the other read was that I mean Juno Hoslow is right here. Yep. Um so yeah, that that she may have been his uh, maiden mm. and this is where he went once he broke ties with um the Volcano Manor. Yes. Like he was joined him and then he was like well this is this gig's not for me um but that would have already taken him out of the running uh for elden lord because that's already heretical to to join Mm -hmm. volcano manor right yeah yeah and in turn that would have maybe maybe set uh the grace as like false guidance Mm -hmm. and then just got them stuck in this crap field Mm. she died (laughs) <laughs> it's a, it's all supposition but that like i feel like that makes sense in light of what he was doing and what's going on i mean that's that's all the name of the game is stuff's put in places for mostly um not arbitrarily i feel yeah you're right but um yeah the, uh, Hos- the hoslo fight's fun that's a he's a mm. fun Old Castlevania guy. He yeah. was. He was. <laughs> I remember him being really easy when I was doing my first run, and I had a shield, and he was an <laughs> absolute nightmare for my second one run, where I was just using Moonbell with, yep. with no shield. I was yep. just like, "This is this is a pain," and I'm going to like break your AI on geometry to 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 cheese you out because i've done this like 20 times in a row and i'm kind of <laughs> tired of it yeah. yeah i just backed him up against a rock and kept blossoms blading him uh, because the fire thing would it, it you could space that out enough where it kept knocking him down as soon as he stood up because the, the knockdown the staggers real high on that right it took several tries though because he's his mm. um quick his Quick step move yeah. sucks. Yeah, he kept he kept piecing out of like between a rock and a hard space. Just didn't want to be there. Okay, fair fair enough. Stop hitting me with your bleed whips. This is cool. Mm. Yeah, it's cool cool uh, gear though. It, unfortunately, it's far too heavy for me to wear. So yeah, yeah he Put feels on. like he feels like this game's version of the bloody crow of Kanehurst. Yeah. Like no, yeah, a, no, nowhere. Fair, like he's you doing the same uh, hunter's bone gig. Yeah, and just like just the damage output from that from the rose petal webs is just like obscene on, on mm. top of the the bleed effect. As yeah, well. that hits and you're like, oh well, I just lost. In my case, it was like yeah, three force life. Just boom, okay. Dead. Yep. Um. Yeah, and that, the thing that, is, brother's such a loser, such a sad sack <laughs> loser. 
yeah, I lost track of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went to the little, um, the village of the... Jar- Jarberg? The, the, yeah, Jarberg <laughs> and the village of the pot. Um, Jarberg, <laughs> and then he was there, and then he wasn't, and mm. I think maybe he climbed into a pot. I don't know. He's gone. Don't worry. You, don't worry. Go back. You, 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 you'll go back, and and you can you you'll see what's up. You haven't. I don't believe. I think they they fixed that quest so that it actually exists, and then uh, you should be able to complete it with no issue. Mm, Just pop yeah. back in there every once in a while, and yeah, I'll have to go back and check. I I, I finished the later quest, and um, the Jar Baron is. Went his merry way. Mm. Little, guy, little guy, go on your little adventure. Oh yeah, become a big strong jar like your uncle. <laughs> yep. Go go punch some fools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, the Hoslo, it was it's a it's a fun little fight. Um, yeah. Again, they spaced out the volcano manor stuff so far. It's like. I I don't even know how you would naturally get to this point and then be like, oh, I didn't finish Volcano Manor. Let me defeat this guy and then go get teleported in to go visit the Lord of the Manor. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that didn't happen. I already he's already dead. <laughs> yeah, I only went I went far enough. I went far enough in the manner to be like, man, this place is really messed up. Really? Really? You <laughs> didn't know any of this was going on? Well, I mean, mm. you're constantly looking at the ground, so I suppose that you're not... <laughs> you, you didn't <laughs> lift your head up high enough to mm. know that that um, uh, uh, outside of, like, the nice three... I'm sorry, six rooms, red-lit rooms, and, and your mom... Uh, that that there's a big growth torture dungeon like fiefdom <laughs> attached to this place. So, all mm. right, I'm well, still gonna be nice to you because you're a sweet soul. But you, yeah, she you also wasn't right. like in the manor a lot. I don't feel. Yeah, she I think was she's just out. out adventuring. Yeah, and looking for people to send to the manor as snacks. Y- yep. <laughs> Unbeknownst to her. You didn't know she's a sweet summer child. Yeah, she, like actually, actually, like legitimate sweet summer, like to the point where, like, even though, like, the second, the second character run that I'm doing, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take the frenzy flame. I don't care about using madness. I don't care about nobody mm. uh, because I'm playing because I'm role playing as Virgil from Devil May Cry, and all I want is power. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm still gonna be nice to the snake girl, though. Oh yeah, I can't be mean. To, I can't be mean to the snake girl. No. I don't care about anyone else. Absolutely not, but I'll still be nice <laughs> to this thing, girl. Yeah. I, I mean, I went out of my way to make sure that I got her, to me, the best end. Like, let her go on adventures. Yep. But, um, yeah, so after, oh, yeah. After Shaka the Lofty, um, I think it's the bit where yeah you have to make this stupid long check around, but um, mm. you can get to the Stargazer ruins and have the other uh, maybe the most wholesome small yep. little side quest. Yeah, and you you run into a, uh, a a little jelly, and she's 
you hear some ghost voices of two little kids going like, Please, we want to go see the stars. It's like, why would you ever go to this place here? <laughs> like, at once upon a time, this must have not been like this, but it's oh, real yeah. bad now. It's yeah. real bad. <laughs> and um, you can you can bring out your um, uh, jellyfish, jellyfish summon. summon. Yeah. And uh, they they re- the sisters reunite and and go to jellyfish heaven. And I, I technically I don't think they're jellyfish. They're little kids. Yeah, they like the spirit. There's a yeah. There's there's children. two gravestones you can look at, and it it says it's like Annalise or something. Yeah, they never got to they never got to see the stars, which is like, man, that's real depressing to put on <laughs> like two children's gravestones. Like, yeah. really? Yeah, like you they couldn't, couldn't have, they couldn't have it. seen them because um, Radagon had stuck them all in a weird mm. spot. Oh, Radon. Yeah, all the names. It's it's You're right. Thanks, George. George R R R Martin. I hope that paycheck inspired you to finish that last book. I know it didn't, but whatever. For sure. Um and then you get a talisman that's like, man, sorcerers like sticking uh glintstone blades into their hearts. It kills them, but it makes them more powerful. And I'm like, what is, is what is a, this narrative? Is that a hunter <laughs> hunter reference? Uh maybe. It might actually be. I mean they already referenced Frozen, why not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they also <laughs> reference Soldier Boy, so Yeah. <laughs> Anything's um, fair game at this point. At this point, man, like I don't know how to feel about like the real world meme stuff creeping into my <laughs> from soft <laughs> games. I'm like, I'm like, this feels like this is just localization, but I it better be because I, I mean it could be shaking my fist at the clouds and screaming because mm. <laughs> that's how old I am. Yeah. Um. Mm. But yeah, I was just like, man, that's like the grave and like the the jellyfish sisters, and then you get this weird talisman. Although there's a part of me because like astrologers don't exist anymore, technically, mm. right? Yeah. So like yeah. this was probably like precursor, like astrologer ruins precursors to like carrion the carrion royals because they're all about the moon, and I think actually mm. like directly descended from astrologers or that might be the glintstone mages they're so intertwined with one another um that yeah that i simply assume like oh this used to be like an astrologer encampment once upon mm. a time mm. um back before the Ur tree raised everything under its rooty fist <laughs> yeah i mean that that checks because we find the um heretical rise mm-hmm. which is the most pain in the ass to make it visible <laughs> Darbo. Um, uh, I used a lot of arrows to find my path my <laughs> path there. <laughs> yeah, because I think I I may have been online again at that point and there was some blood stains. Mm. Oh, so good for you. See, it's because it curves. It's like, oh. I know, yeah. I know. They, they've been tricky about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, um, I did that with uh, offline with no, no blood mm-hmm. stains, and I was just like, you know what? I've got I've got all the arrows because I'm using my bow a lot. Just time to like take a step and fire an arrow, and when it whiffs, that's when I aim a different direction. Yeah, and so uh, at the heretical rise, you, you at the top you get the founding reign of stars. I'll just read out of the description actually for for once. Uh, the eldest primeval sorcery said to have been discovered by an ancient astrologer, sorcery yeah. of legendary status. Uh, it summons mm-hmm. a dark cloud of stars overhead, um, and a violent deluge of star. Uh, it was thought to be the founding glintstone sorcery. The glimpse of the uh, primeval current that the astrologer saw became real, and the stars amber rained down on this. So, yeah, that would just the astrologers would have precursed like all of the other magic. Right. And then you get the weird um I think the yes it went sort of astrologers and then it went to um Azure and the other uh mm. the primeval sorcerers. The, the green guy. You get um there's the two sorcerers that studied so hard they just became stone. Yeah, they became they turned into Glintstone. <laughs> yeah, it's Azir and I don't remember the other guy's name. Mm. But um when you look at the uh the strongest of the ugly hats. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the, the stone crowns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it's a blue and green. Yes. So it's those two dudes. It's like their busts. Oh right! Well, I thought those were the. Oh, were are they the twin sorcerers? Then is it possible that they they're the twins? Because yeah. there, there was a set. There is a set of twin sorcerers, like in the 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 paintings there, that are positioned next to each other. And then there's the glint, the glintstone crown that is the two faces with one blue, one green. So it might... yeah, I'm thinking that that's azure and the other. Oh, okay. Other guy. And then yeah. they were, um, I think what they did is because there's a lot of obfuscation in all of the branches of things. And so yep. uh, the Glintstone sorcerers like, were like, hey, we'll immortalize them as, as you know, the crowns and the, the busts on the crown and the paintings. That, that, that's, these are the, the, the great sages. These are the founders of the academy. Um, don't mm. go looking for the, the crystal blobby guys. Like that's that's not them. Oh. Obviously, you know. That's I mean, it, it's them, but right, it's them putting a, like a nice yeah. It's like a nice paint of uh, coat of paint on a thing where the guys are technically um, heretical because they went all in on the star sorcery. Right. Uh, that's interesting because the way that I interpreted it, it was, so the thing with Glintstone that I've noticed most uh, is that it kind of turns everything into itself. Um, we've got mm. the Glintstone snails that hover around, like are in Lener- L- Lenernia. Um, 
And like wherever there's like glintstone deposits, like they start turning into crystal caves. And I, I was under the impression that, yeah, once upon a time, they actually did look like that. And then they just were so like in love with the primeval glintstone sorcery that it, it transformed them into that because they're. Yeah, yeah. I think that the crown, the other depictions of them are the idealized. It's like, this is what they were at when they were like prime at the Academy. Yes. Okay. But now, now right. they're like grandpa they're in the attics and you, <laughs> we right. don't, we don't look at them anymore. Right. Well, and te- just technically like, we're hunting them, I guess. Right. Just like the, the graven sorcerer masses that we find, like the one that you find in, uh, in the, uh, in, in the school itself yeah. is like locked in a tower and it's also surret, like also transforming the entire area into glintstone and also doing the weird underground star fake, like star space thing that everything that comes from space does in Mm. this world i and i and i think that that's an effect of um azure's staff that's where you get oh that's staff right so it's probably all like not really cursed but like condensed Mm -hmm. like his power just it became like a, a loci of that energy and it probably like the I think that those weirdo orbs mm. are just a bunch of dudes that was too close to it, and it just, you know, oh yeah, thinged them together. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because uh, anyone that does like primeval current sorcery too much gets uh, turned into that. Because uh, mm. hey, guess what? That's how one NPC's quest is <laughs> absolutely ends. Um. So yeah, I, yeah, it's a it's absolutely a transformation, and it's 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 uh, it once again it feels like like kind of con- like kind of conceptually like Bloodborne. Like, hey, guess what? You stare too long into the Eldritch Truth, and you're gonna be a big, gross ball of stone faces. <laughs> I'm also getting a feeling that um, they just really love Glenstone, and mm. it's a, a combination of. Um. Oh, it, touching stuff from outer space that you shouldn't touch. Yeah, like consumes you. Yeah, uh, and the idea of kind of what happens in uh, dead space with the necromorphs, where <laughs> the, the original <laughs> contagion was because dudes like in they injected their own bodies with necromorph tissue. Right. Not not knowing that's what they were doing. And so this could be like the Glenstone people just jamming Glenstone into themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean what, Hellraiser once, they just love it. I I mean, once again, like the Glenstone crowns have Glenstone embedded in them. And yeah. as I've said earlier, it seems like it actually grows. So it just feels like, hey, what if we took the meteor from the color out of space and then made a hat out of it? Nothing could go wrong then, right? Well, that was the whole thing with the um the the Glenstone crabs. Right. The one you mm. the one you killed it's like not wearing the hat. Nope. 
it's like inside of it. <laughs> it, it yeah, it, it? It, it, yeah. <laughs> like I almost kind of wish that it had been a crab that was like a hermit like, crab inside of yes, a, a, yeah. a specialty crab where its shell had just turned into the glintstone crown because everything is gross and awful and from outer space here. Mm. Oh, I just wanted it to be one of the crabs that like crawled into one of the hands. oh into an actual helmet. <laughs> it's just like wandering around. That would have been great. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's a dragon here too. There is a dragon, mm-hmm. and this this was the first dragon that I actually fought. Oh, oh wow. wow! I ran from like all the other ones. I'm scared, <laughs> but I fought this guy. Yeah, so that's real weird because this one's the one you can't see. <laughs> yeah, like this is the one I decided to fight. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a cool setup though because you're just riding across the frozen lake and the fog sweeps in, and you hear the dragon roar, and you go, "Oh god!" <laughs> well, I mean, I just looked at the map and went like, "Well, mm. there's no way this is not like a dragon or something here because oh, it's yeah. just an open area. That's bad." <laughs> I, I heard, hit, heard the dragon yell and then immediately started jamming on the lock on button because mm. I was like, if you're gonna <laughs> make me do this fight in like fog, then I need to at least be able to lock on. But yeah. you know, that it does it actually clears up fairly quickly. It isn't permanent, it isn't no. for the entirety of the fight, which would have mm. been a nightmare in my opinion. Uh, yeah, it would have just been a um a, re- a further retread of um, the two tigers in oh yeah um, the mm. kind of the Ivory King King's pets yeah yeah that are invisible tigers um yeah that would have sucked even more <laughs> this was fine yeah uh, and it's a it's a case where you you get to the beginning of the the little like and it's like oh there's a stake of America and my little grave symbols popping up, so yep, mm. <laughs> I can. If I can summon uh, a summon here, then it's probably a boss. And uh, this is Borealis, the Freezing Fog, which is a pretty badass name. It's a yep. great name. <laughs> it gets it gets an actual full title, mm. and uh, yeah, you get. It's one of the named dragons, so you get a named primeval mm. dragon power. The yeah. Using fog, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you don't just Borealis get ice. breath or something. Yeah. You don't just get ice breath, you get a... <laughs> His name mm. is like Borealis breath. Yeah. Yeah, and, he's fine. Yeah. yeah. He's fine. He's, he's cool like all, all the, honestly, once again, like iterative design, like I think about fighting dragons in like Dark Souls 1, 2, and was there a dragon in 3? Oh, yeah, there yeah. were. One. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's always a trick. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think these are drakes. They're not even drakes. Right. But. Um, and I'm just like, ugh, every single other dragon fight throughout like their games have been kind of a nightmare and something that I think I it's because you get a horse do. for most things. Yeah, but I didn't mm. actually use you don't, the Yeah, I, I usually jump off. It's easier. <laughs> yeah. I but did not could, use, but... use the horse for, for any of the dragon fights. And I'm just like, oh, man, these actually feel good. Like, the hitboxes seem fair. Uh, I have to watch out for, like, the breath tells because those are the things that will just instantly kill me. But otherwise, I'm like, man, these are honestly, like, the best dragon fights that From Software has ever produced. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you you have a little bit more um, options as far as how you're handling them, mm-hmm. and they're a little more lenient with like not utterly stepping on you if you're up in their grill. Mm-hmm. You can't the, the sweep of the breath attacks is big enough that you usually kind of can't run from it, but you can run into it and like it'll kind of go over your head. Right. If you're if you're close enough anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good it's a good little battle. Um there was there was the, this is where the other uh there's another Church of America and um there is another little dungeon or a catacomb. Uh this one I didn't don't think I finished. I think I got most of the way in and uh there's an invader or something killed me and I was like, Oh, um, is this a spit spirit collar? It's a spirit collar cave, so it yeah. kind of yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, my favorite enemy in the game, because it's so goofy. Goofy to the <laughs> point that I didn't even realize that it actually has a command grab. Yes, the spirit collar snail has a command grab where it jumps on you and bites you repeatedly. <laughs> Yeah, they're not um they're not too much of a problem. It's really just if you didn't see where it's at and you just get stuck or ambushed by like multiple summons. Yes. Like okay. Mm. Yeah. And you can you yeah, that that uh that samurai summon, uh, you can I just... think that's the one that killed me because he just he like one two bled me and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yep. Yeah, and I don't think even... I was far enough in that I had used up all my um, flask. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't even worry <laughs> about him. Just find the snail because it, he is a he is a snail summon, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just go down when you take out the snail. Yeah, I think I thought he was an NPC. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, just an NPC summon. Yeah, because invader. I don't. Think... Yeah, because I don't think they've ever, yes, thus far in the game up until this point, like, and when you've encountered them, I don't think they've ever summoned, like, a humanoid, like, Mm. enemy uh, so far. Like, a a distinct, like, name, because it it gets a name. Yeah, Uh, it gets, it's it's a dude. Right. So, I think that just threw me off, but he ran up the stairs and just yep. I was like well I didn't expect that and then I didn't want to redo the other first chunk of the catacomb so I went and fought the dragon instead yep. <laughs> okay whatever I'll go back there later and then I just forgot that it existed there's 50 other things that we're doing at the same time yeah yeah. Mm. and then there and then at, at, at like at the tippy top, there's like a there's a, 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 a bigger than average graveyard for for Elden Ring, full of uh, uh, those who live in death. We get the giant uh, spirit skeletons. Oh, which... Way too many of them. Those are yeah. Because yeah. like <laughs> I'd be looking at one, and then I'd say, "Oh, a death beam murdered me from somewhere." Oh, there's like five freaking skeletons and they're crawling yep. around right. uh yeah there's a there's a uh there's uh it's not in the notes but there's a there's a mariner 
here. Um, yeah, to be a mariner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and uh, hey, guess what? When you beat them, those those ghost skeletons do not go away. Nope. Uh, which made me real salty. Um, <laughs> and then uh, heading down towards what? It's like the eastern side, north, like northeastern, northeastern side. Northeastern, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we encounter another mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Death Rite bird, Yay. my favorite enemy, because because it's me and yeah. Brandy. Yeah. I, yeah, I still have to go back and I tried this fight a bunch of times. <laughs> it was not. Mm. Something was. I think I kept getting it down to quarter life, and killed. But um, I it's tried to one. draw it into a little lightning storm area. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. Its, its leash doesn't go that far. It no, just it just sits de-spawns. right outside. Oh, okay. It, it just runs back. You know, mm. it turns around and runs away, <laughs> and waits just outside that area. I'm like, oh, come on! This looks like you should be able to just zap it with lightning. Oh, yeah. I'm sure once upon a time it you, you could, and then they were like, people will be just lead this thing into the lightning. We need to shorten its range. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you going to put lightning right next to this boss when you won't even let me use it? Because it'll make because it, it'll make everybody angry, and then and then Miyazaki steepled his fingers and pushed mm-hmm. his glasses up <laughs> and that smiled. Light, yes, You're right. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, but right. uh, past the death right bird, we ha- end up at uh, what uh, really kind of counts as the legacy dungeon for <laughs> this area, and mm. that's Castle Soul. It's a castle. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll tackle that next time, along yes. with finishing up mm. the, um, the crucible section. Mm. Uh, there's not a whole lot, but there is some some fun little lore uh, yeah. stuff with Castle Soul because it's it's the completely different thing that's going to go on um, mm. there. Another faction, yeah. we love it. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the faction that we've seen all the time if we've been paying attention to the mausoleums, but gets absolutely no narrative play until we get here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So I think that'll. That'll wrap us up uh, for this particular episode. We had mm-hmm. we got a lot more lore digging in than we usually do, so that's a yes. nice little change. Well, theory. you know, we, yeah. we had to fit we had to fill the content in with with lore <laughs> discussions because there is no there's not not a lot in this nope. zone. We can't we can't spend fifteen minutes talking about the wandering golems, which still haven't been explained. <laughs> The flame golems that <laughs> yeah. to just once again, I like, I really do, uh, I really uh, just kind of uh, lean towards the like, man, this world was messed up before the Erd Tree, the Erd Tree messed it up, and then America messed it up with the shattering, like three la- layers of just cr- crap sack world. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And and it's only going to ramp up the ridiculousness um, as we as we get into the home stretch for the next yep. couple episodes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. So we'll do our little wrap up and then call it a night slash day. Call it <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leonard, where can folks find you on the interwebs? 
Yes, people can find me on Twitter by searching at Dr. Faust is Dead. Uh, that is my primary account where I uh, occasionally post pictures of food, uh, mostly pictures of my cats. Uh, occasionally uh, tweet something that uh, more than one person likes uh, and uh, <laughs> will post links to uh, my video essay work whenever I make a new video. And if you want to skip uh, having any kind of parasocial relationship with me uh, via Twitter, uh, you can just look at my video <laughs> essay work by going to YouTube and also searching Dr. Faust is Dead. I promise I will make something soon. I actually kind of, I think I, I've got an idea of uh, doing a very short uh, review video on a game I just played recently. Um, and if you are not interested in any of that, but want to see what <laughs> I do, what I'm trying to do professionally, you can find me on Twitter also at Umbranox Productions. That is my professional account, uh, as I am a freelance video editor. And you can also find my business YouTube by searching Umbranox Productions as well. Cameron, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on that Twitter at night underscore twitten, night without a K. Uh, I'm not tweeting a whole lot at the moment because my days are filled with wondering where my days went and also worrying about my upcoming wedding. But there'll be photos of that in like, oh God, what date is it? In like four weeks. Hooray. <laughs> oh God. Um, so if you want to see photos of that, you can go check my Twitter out. Occasionally, there'll be a photo of my cat or a funny thing about Australia. That's all quality content. <laughs> all right. You can find our other co-host, Adam, uh, on Twitter at Adam Bucheri, and there's links to his um, itch.io and all his fabulous um, TTRPGs there. And myself, you can find on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus. If you're looking to contact us, you can go on onto our Twitter at amon underscore, underscore demonster, I think. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's been a minute yep. since I had to use that. <laughs> and uh, this and other back episodes are on monsterdeer.com. Um, yeah, so this is us signing off. We will be back next week starting uh, Doro Hedoro. Uh, the first four episodes of that. Uh, yeah. Have a have a good weekend, folks, and we'll catch you next time. Bye bye. Bye everyone. Goodbye. Monster Dear Monster is brought to you by Fireheart Media. If you enjoyed the show, please share this and all of our episodes with friends. And remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Word of mouth is the only way we grow. If you like you can also kick us a few bucks to help us keep the lights on at ko-fi.com slash fireheartmedia. Check out our other show, Jalachan's Place, at www.jalachan.place.